When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I'm going to share something with you. That might put me in a very negative light, yeah. Relationships are not my forte. You see if someone grabbed up my wife for saying completely different ball game. I'll walk away from it and this has been like a therapy session. Andrew McCart, IFL TV, proudly sponsored by Everlast. And I'm delighted to have my man Joe Fournier. here. Joe, we spoke a little bit off camera there, man. It's been a year since I've spoke to you. I mean, I follow you on Instagram, so it's hard to keep up on you where you are in the world. But I believe yeah. you're in Miami right now. So how's things? Miami's great, yeah. Good. Chilling, relaxing with the babies. Haven't really put the boxing gloves on in a year. Just been taking it easy, just staying fit. Had a nice summer. Ibiza, Mykonos, Sardinia were open my new place. So just been, you know, working on my business, really. Well, let's talk about it then. Obviously, we're a boxing channel, so we're going to talk boxing. I think the last time I saw you was when heavyweight, former world heavyweight champion and your good friend David Hay punched you about yeah. a little bit in the ring in Miami last yeah. year. So it's been over a year. Have you got itchy knuckles? Yeah. Yeah, look, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to fight again. That's why I, I put a little video out kind of just calling out these, you know, I'm 39 now, 10 and 40 in January. So uh, the days of me wanted to go back, you know, and... Uh, like the Dimitri Bebo are kind of past me now. So uh, it's more of a case of getting those fun, exciting fights, the crossover fights, as they say. Mm-hmm. And uh, that Misfits promotion is doing a good job with that. You know, they've done, they've done two or three shows now. They've got even Mayweather back fighting uh, in Dubai. Um, so uh, I kind of wanted, wanted to get one of those guys. And uh, one of the big names, obviously, I'm not going to get out of bed to just fight some guy, you know. For no reason, because I like all this show, the Razzmatazz, as I said before. So I wanted KSI, really, or Logan. They're the two. Jake, I know, doesn't really want to fight anyone that can punch him in the face really hard and knock him out. So he's just going to do his thing, isn't he? Because that's what they do. They, they, they'll bring in like a Hasim Rackman Jr., who's unknown, yeah, relatively. And then not a good record like mine, never been ranked, never won a title. And he was good enough to fight him. But when I said, let's fight Jake, they're like, yeah, mate, what have you done? What do you mean? I've done more than every other one of your opponents in the boxing world. So they just cherry pick. But what it really means is I'm scared to fight you. 
and I want to fight someone easier that I believe I'll have a payday and then do it again with someone else easier. So it's not about how many followers I have on Instagram. It's not how big, many, much pay-per-view I sell. It's just really based on what's the easiest path that looks the hardest. Mm. It's just a strategy. And I respect that. At the end of the day, business is business, you know. But I just don't like it when like I send the video. I don't like it when they say, yeah, we want to fight real boxers. You know, my first sentence to you was, I don't want to fight Dimitri Bivol under any circumstances because I want to keep my brain cells. My missus got four kids, you know, now I'm basically a dad. And so I want to, you know, you know how it goes to be a dad. You want to be around, you know, yeah, exactly. to spell sentences. So I want to fight people really that is just going to be fun and entertainment, more to entertain the fans. Still see what I can do, but those those YouTubers that they, it drives me crazy when they say, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to become a big Canelo. You know, Okay, and I'm gonna go and beat Lewis Hamilton in the car race. You know, it's just never gonna happen. So that's the that's the crazy bit about it. But I think that I'm banking on KSI having some balls because he's 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 British, and us Brits, you know, we do like we're brave in it. Like, why else would I fight David A? Because I'm I thought I could actually beat him. So um, so you know, I think KSI have all of them has the balls to do it. He is the one that's training for real. He trains down at London Shoot Fighters with Michael Page, who's, you know, world-class. And uh, they don't mess around there. Those, those guys, uh, Alexis and Marius, they just, they don't care if you're a celebrity, 20 million followers, one follower, they're going to bust you up. So I think he's the one that's training for real and not getting molly collared and they don't really do that. Um, I don't really know much about how Logan trains, but I'd take that fight as well. But really, they're the only two that would take a fight. I think Jake just not there. You know, he was meant to fight me after the next Triller show, wasn't it? Snoop Dogg yeah. called him out. I called him out. Triller wanted it. And he left the promotion. So that just, you know, underlines really what he's trying to do. You know, he's trying to go. He knows I won't take a bribe. And he knows I won't go down easy. So he knows you're going to have some big dude, same size as him, punch him in the face for eight rounds. You know, he don't really want that. So. You mentioned KSI. KSI, yeah. I mean... With the, with the misfits, it's all about show. And I mean, you've seen the press conferences when they're flipping tables at the press conferences, they've got water guns at the press conferences. It's it's, <laughs> it's a show as well. It's an entertainment business. We all know professional yeah. is an entertainment business, but this seems to be entertainment, entertainment, if you know what I mean. So, yeah. with that being said, how confident are you that KSI and his team will give you the thumbs up and the green light and the contract to sign to face him? Well, Look, KSI beat Logan. Logan's better than Jake, right, in my opinion. He's bigger, he's stronger, more power. So KSI indirectly is the best of all of them, I think, right? So me fighting KSI is actually will be the hardest fight for me. So it makes the most sense that he should just take the jump and fight a, 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 a boxer, a boxer, boxer. I've only ever boxed. I don't do MMA, I don't do anything else. So I know I had to stand with my hands up. And, and throw punches. So I think it's a good fight for KSI because, like I said, he's a young whip, whippersnapper. And me, you know, I'm getting the same white hair as you have in the beard. Oh, so. no, I'm, 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 I'm six months older than you, Joe, but look at the state of me, man. That's a, yeah. that's a rough it's life. It's the Botox, baby. You just got to get that <laughs> Botox in. I'm on it. I'm on it, yeah. So, um, so no, and so I think that it's a good fight for him. And then if he beats me and, like, what? any stretch of the world's imagination, he wins. He just jumps to the top of the pile. Now, he can fight anyone he wants or whatever he wants, right? And wouldn't you want to fight a guy? I've come, off, I've come off a loss. I've had 14 months, ain't really. I've been to the boxing gym twice in 14 months. 
you know, I'm enjoying my life. And, um, and it's a good fight for him. Yeah, they, they all have that fear because they've never really been punched by a real boxer, like a real, like a real, and I'm a heavy-handed boxer. You know, even David says it, like, you know, David's a heavyweight. I'm a light heavyweight. And he, he says, man, joke a real punch. So I think they're all just afraid of just getting caught and then the whole world crumbles in front of them because then they've lost, they've been knocked out. And that's the end of all of the boxing for them, right? Because, and I don't see it like that because it's no, if I went and fought Canelo and he knocked me out or Dimitri Bebo, it's not a bad thing. Like I went up against David, I lost, but I lost on points against David A. So it's a great thing for where I started, started professional boxing at 30 and then fighting David Hay and not getting knocked out. You know, that was a result, to be fair. Only Klitschko and me have ever done taken him to points. <laughs> there you go. So, so, if, so I, I don't see it where they, I think they should be pushing themselves and challenging themselves and trying to fight better fights. Because I remember in my fourth professional fight, I called out Callum Smith on my jet. I don't know if you remember that video, but I meant it. Because at that point, I was 30 years old. I was fit. I was training every day. I was full-time boxing. And yeah, maybe you would have beat me. Maybe you wouldn't. But it was only one way to find out. And that's the only one, the way to really go and achieve your goals if you want to go up in boxing. I was James DeGale's sparring partner. I was uh, Chris Eubank Jr.'s sparring partner. So I really put myself out there when I was young, fire. I didn't, I wasn't scared. I, was, I didn't have fear. So I don't know why they don't come up and try themselves because I'm not in my prime anymore. So it's their best efforts could actually equal it out. If they're training full time, I'm training three days a week because I've got to take the kids to school. Mm. It's a whole different ball, ball game. So I think KSI should do it. But there's a lot of advisors, you know, they're multi, they're, they're multi-faceted business now. They've got drinks, they've got YouTube, they've got boxing. So there's a lot of people saying, well, if you do this, this has a knock-on effect to this. If you do, I know because I have my businesses and that's the way we are. But I think that I would love, you know, Mams Taylor, his manager, to actually send the contract. I would jump at the chance January 14th in Houston, Texas. And then if I, you know, if I, if I, if I do the job there, maybe Logan will have, have the balls to kind of do what his brother didn't have the balls to do and get in the ring with me. Because he'll fight Mayweather, but why won't he fight me? What the fuck do I know compared to Mayweather? <laughs> well, let's talk, let, let, like, in an ideal world, let's say you do fight KSA. Yeah. You beat KSA. You've, yeah. You spoke about your 39, your 40 in January. Now, you're looking at your boxing record. It's I know the David Heavy Hay fight isn't on box rec because you might call that an exhibition, but you're 9-0 and oh with nine knockouts. You think that's when people look at look at your name and check you out in box rec? You've got all these knockouts and you've not went the distance apart from the David Hay. Do you think that's the re one of the reasons that they don't want to fight you is because, like you said, there you are heavy handed, and yeah, yeah, it, it could be dangerous for them. Look, it's just a hard night's work. Like if you think about it, you got a prospect who's what are they three four and zero? You got a prospect three four and zero. You've got a guy who's been boxing uh, you know, professionally for nine years. Yeah, maybe not full-time. Has knocked everyone out. And look, I'm suspicious of some of these fights the, the other guys have been doing. You know, I'm suspicious of how that Taylor Woodley fight went down, how he chinned him, put him through the ropes and stood there and just did nothing. Mm. Like, I think it's a bit weird because being a fighter, I know you hurt someone, you jump on him. He's had 50, probably 50 MMA fights. He was a UFC world champion. You know, I don't, he didn't, look, put it this way. When, when Jake wasn't rocked, he weren't scared. He was walking him down, hands down by his hips. Yeah. So he obviously didn't think Jake could hurt him in that first fight. And then he chins him and he don't jump on him. Well, if you weren't scared when his hands are up, how about when his hands are down? He's looking like that on the ropes, eyes rolling in the back of his head. 
So I think that's another factor that they, there's, so, you know, they're all exhibition-y kind of these fights, right? So there's a lot of, uh, there's a, you know, those fights were weird. That being said, you know, all of Logan's and KSI, you know, KSI's certainly been real fights. You know, he's fought guys that he's just better than, and that's what you do. Same thing I did. When I was 1-0, 2-0, I fought guys I was better than. Just get a win, learn, you know, like a journeyman, mm-hmm. like everyone does. So I think, yeah, it is a risk for them to jump up in, in quality that fast. But I, you know, like I said, I ain't fought in 14 months. I don't train full-time anymore. And look, I walk around at 205 pounds now. I fight at 175. So, so, that, so I'd have to lose 30 pounds in three months to fight KSI. Ain't boxed in 14 months and just come off a loss. So if you're ever going to beat a good fighter, that's how you beat him. Mm. You make him, you make him, you know, diet like hell. I'm in Miami, so it's not the, the, the best for having no distractions. And, you know, I can get easily distracted. Oh, I'll be to Miami a few times. I know, I know what you're talking about, uh, Joe. So. Yeah, I think after the fight, I took all the ring girls out. So, you know. <laughs> and I still got my, and my business in Tulum. It's slammed December. So I'll be in Tulum in the jungle in Mexico with all my clubs and beach clubs open. So I'll be down there looking after that. So I won't really train like, like it's, you know, full time. I won't, wouldn't be able to because I make too much money doing other thing. So, um so it's a great, it's a great fight, actually, if you look at it, if you break down the details. But I just do they have the balls to do it? Do because he put a he put a vote on his Twitter, mm. and he said, "Who should I fight next? Joe Fournier, Ty- Tyrone Woodley, or Nate Diaz?" Did you see it? Mm-hmm. I, I think I seen it. Yeah, I didn't see the result. I didn't see the result. I got fifty-two percent of the whole vote. They reposted it. Mm. So if the fans in the whole world, right, think Nate Diaz a legend, I respect that dude. He's you know. He's one of the one of the legends in UFC, the whole Diaz family. Woodley's UFC champion and me, and everyone wants to watch him fight me. Why? Because that's what the fans want. They want to see you fight a real boxer. Mm-hmm. They don't want to see some scammy. Because when geezer getting 100 grand to fight for their life in the UFC, and you go, give them a million quid, you think they're going to try their hardest? Mm-hmm. Whereas me, give me a million quid, it doesn't change my life. Nothing changes. I'm still going to go to my club in, in Mexico. <laughs> I'm still going to do what I'm doing. So if the fans want to see it, if you got the majority, over half, if this was a political vote, I'd be president. So what they need to do is just see what the fans want and just send the contract. I'll sign it instantly. I'll do whatever juris, you know, stipulations. Like For me, I want, I'd want to fight a cruiserweight. Well, I don't want to lose 35 pounds. But if they say, lose 35 pounds, I'll lose 35 pounds. No problem. I'll do whatever they, they, they want to do. They want to, you know, it's, for me, it's like, I'm, if I put my mind to it, I'm going to do it. I want the fight. I really believe that the crossover, what they're doing as a promotion is super smart. I believe they're making money. They're on the zone now, which is a big, big platform. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mams Taylor's no mug. He was, a de- you know, he's a good businessman, the manager. They've got Sal in there that knows boxing. So they've got the right setup. They've done it the right way. So yeah, I'd love to, I'd love to take it, but will they have the balls to send the contract? Because they know it's going to come back super fast. <laughs> just we're, a signature. We're, we're bells on it just a signature <laughs> with bells first class delivery listen you let's uh, you beat KSI where do you go from there then do you retire and that's it done your boxing career's over with or do you think you know what I enjoyed that let me see yeah. about Logan Paul or do you just think KSI and done look I feel fit I feel strong I always I've said that uh, you know so I wouldn't mind uh like, if I don't beat KSI convincingly doing it again, just to prove a point, and if I do beat him convincingly, then 
go on to Logan, you know, and then you're in the mix, isn't it? Then if you, you beat low KSI Logan, then Jake has to take the fight, doesn't he? Is Jake, the, then is Jake the ultimate goal? Is Jake the one you want out of all three? If you could have a choice between all three, KSI, Jake and Logan, who would you pick? The thing is, he's such a dick, right? He's just such a dick. So it's like, I just want to punch him in the face. I just want to punch Jake Paul in the face one time, right? And if I do it outside the ring, it's illegal. I'll go to jail, you know? So the only way to punch him in the face is to get him to agree to fight. Unless you do it for free at this point, <laughs> you know? So, yeah, you'd have to probably beat them. But I know they would never take a fight with me. They were just all afraid. That's the truth. And it's okay to be afraid. Look, if someone said to you right now, he's a million pounds, you're going to fight Dimitri Biva, I'd be like, fuck no, I'm afraid of that dude. That guy is ice cold. He will punch your brain cells in. And I know I'm dumb enough to, to try and win, and I wouldn't go down till he punched my brain cells in, right? That's the way. When you're in the ring, you don't think about it. You're in the ring, right? So it's like, that's how they feel. They feel the fear. But I'm a man now. I'm not insecure. I'm not a kid, innit? So mm. I can say, yeah, that, that, that's a scary feat to go and get, you know, Dimitri Bivol, that jab cross for 10 rounds. Yeah, no thanks. But there's kids and they got to like show off to all these other kids. I ain't got to show off to anyone. I've made it, you know, in my head. So th they pretend things. I don't pretend, but I know that they're just afraid. And it's okay. Fear makes you better. Mm. When you're scared, if you have all the boxes out there, every time I've sparred when I was young, I would, get, I would be shitting myself every spar, even if it was like unlicensed, even if I was sparring an accountant. Then I started sparring. I remember first time Chris Eubank Jr. was in there all ripped to the bone, you know, hitting the bag. I was thinking, shit, you know, I'm like three and oh, see this guy. You know, I'm going to get my ass kicked in here, putting on Vaseline, just nervous, those butterflies. But then you finish the spar and then the next one, you're still nervous. And then by the time you realize you've done, you know, five days of sparring, you, you come out and spar the guy you used to spar and you batter him. Mm. And it's the fear that makes you better in boxing. It's the fear that makes you better in anything, actually. You've got to be scared. If you're not scared, you're in your comfort zone. If you're in your comfort zone, you're never going to grow. You're never going to achieve your goals. So they should be scared. But they should be scared and have the balls. And that's why I keep using that word again. Have the balls to do it. I was never a good boxer. I got big, fat thighs. I'm the total wrong. i got to kill myself to make weight, yeah? I, I was a basketball player. That was what I was talented at. But I put my mind to something. I didn't do it as a kid. I didn't have the skills. I didn't have a dad that was like, yeah, jab, cross. I didn't have a dad, mm. right? So for me, it was like, I took all the fears I messed up in life and put them into this thing and I didn't want to let it beat me. And it's a mental game with yourself. So if they can take those fears and actually jump in the ring with me, you know how much better case I'll be? He'll be able to beat anyone. Even if, even if he wins or loses, he'll be able to beat anyone after that because he, they've never had someone that is really there to fight, you know? Maybe young kids that have never fought, but I'm saying, guys, you know, 10 years of boxing, whatever you've done, even if you've done 10 years of unlicensed boxing, you're a hard fucker. That's it. So I think they should take that scared, that fear that I had, and use it for their good because they'll become better men in business. They'll become better men as fathers. They'll become better men as friends because you'll be able to advise that. But if you're always in your comfort zone, you're always getting mollycoddled. You're always taking that fight, you know, that suits you, that you know, that you got a little angle on the guy, you're overpaying him, whatever it is, you're never gonna be someone, you're always gonna be a bottle job. Mm -hmm. Well, you, you mentioned like January 14th, Houston, Texas. Does this fight not make sense in London between two London boys? I think the I think KSI's brand now is so massive and America's so big for pay-per-view that I think they uh 
That's that's that. But they've already set that stage. They're already. I know I'm up there. We're in talks, to be honest with you. We are in talks. So I'm talking with his management. They. I just told him I ever want Jake. Um, I ever want Logan or KSI. They're both fighting that night. I said I prefer KSI because I think he's more likely to take the fight. But I'll take either either or. I don't want to fight anyone else because you know what's the point at that point. And um, we're in talks, but I think they're also in talks with you know I, he obviously tweeted out who he's in talks with, right? Uh, so I don't know if they find the other guys as an easier fight, maybe or uh, an easier day. I don't know, but I hope they I hope they see sense. And I do think from pay per view sales in the UK for sure. That's going to kill it for them. So it's a, they make more money fighting me. They'll get more kudos fighting me. I mean, I don't even see why Tyrone Woodley's in the mix. He's lost twice to a YouTuber. No disrespect to him. Like, he's a UFC champion. Meet him in the pub, he'd probably smash me, right? But he's, why, is, why is he even considered? Nate Diaz, I see that angle. But, you know, Nate Diaz is a dangerous boxer. He knows what he's doing in the ring. And I don't think that will sell pay-per-view-wise in the UK like it would do with me because, you know, the British fans know me. So I hope they, I hope they see it. I hope they do it. I'm just kind of semi-started training. I went for a jog yesterday. But you know it is before kids. Gym. I've seen some videos of you in the Fifth Street Gym, have you not? Yeah, I've been twice, yeah, twice yeah. this year. Twice this year? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I only just got back to Miami. I had a long holiday. I had a long holiday. Summer was brutal, so I had a long holiday. And, you know, I'm not... I love boxing, yeah. Well, I do love boxing, but boxing, as you get older, on your joints, on your hips, on your shoulders, on your elbows, and so just hitting the pads over and over, it messes you up a bit. So I ain't really boxed, to be honest, but I'm fit still. I'll take the fight. Sign the contract, KSI. Let's go, baby. Let's go. I do want to touch on Jake Paul. He's fighting Anderson Silva. I know you probably, you were talking about him fighting... Uh, MMA guys, wrestlers and whatnot, but do you give him a little bit of credit in taking this Anderson Silva fight? Albeit Anderson's up there, he's close to 50 now, I believe, but uh, you were on that thriller show when he knocked out T.O.R.T., yeah. so he's still got hands. Anderson Silva, I, I hung out with him that show, one of my favourite people on the planet. One of the nicest guys, monster, UFC legend, great boxer, do I give Jake Paul credit fighting Anderson Silva? Okay, let's take away his name. His name ain't Anderson Silva, his name is Steve. Jake Paul's fighting a guy called Steve who's 48 years old. Do you see what I'm saying? 48 years old. But Steve, Steve is the former UFC middleweight champion, probably one of the best UFC Correct. But, strikers. But, but, right. But he's 48 years old. And being 39 years old and training, telling you how my joints are hurting, my elbows, my, you know, my bags are hurting, it's, it's definitely a cal- That's what I'm saying. It's a calculated fight, super favoured in Jake Paul's favour, right? Also, I think that... I hope Anderson Silva wins. I'm backing Anderson Silva to win. I think skillfully, he's way more skilled, Yeah. I think fighting experience is way more fighting experience. But after watching the Tyrone Woodley fights, I've got no interest in watching any more of Jake's fights because they all look so suspect. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it just all looks so suspect. Like, I don't, like, it's not entertaining to me because it's kind of like that Ben Askren thing was weird and then you follow up with another weird one and then, nah, I wouldn't, I'm not even going to watch it. I don't, until you tell me someone Irish like that, that is a boxer, that is hungry, that is ready to go fight him, 
then I'll be like, all right. And if he wins or loses, whatever, I respect him for that. But I, I do, I, he has definitely jumped up in the respect by mm-hmm. fighting Anderson Silva. Anderson was a legend. I'm not trying to say anything bad about the bout. I just think that it's all, cal- I hate all this calculating bullshit, mm-hmm. right? It's like, you know, same with this thing with KSI. You've done a poll, you've asked the fans, the fans have told you this guy. Sign the contract, send, send it. Like, why, why has it all got to be so calculated? Because guess what? What will be, will be. If you believe in God, what will be, will be. Mm-hmm. So just fight. Go fight someone, really. Go fight Tommy Fury. You know, actually do it. You know, and go fight, uh, you know, a 10 and 0. Go fight Buatti. Go on. You want to run a fight, fight. Go fight Buatti. See how you get on. Call Buatti, call me. Say, let's fight. I say, no, thanks. <laughs> you know, you, so I, but I'm not saying I want to fight real fighters. I want to just bust up all these YouTubers. <laughs> there goes Joe. I'm a YouTuber, man. So I'm just going to keep my mouth shut. I think he should call me out. Oh, I like it. I like it. I like, I, I think what they're doing is genius. Yeah. Right. I'm not hating. That's what I said in the video is you're just making your money. You keep making your money. But, and then actually, what Mr. have done is match them up against each other, mm-hmm. which is kind of really cool because there is fair. You ever you know, thought about 48 promotions? Oh, man. You know, I do so many things, man, from mining, you know, mines in Africa to nightclubs, bars, restaurants, stocks, you know, you know, investment. It's just like, I ain't got any time. And I literally, like, went single eight years, met a missus, has four kids. Now I'm a dad of four. I've got mm. a two-year-old, a seven-year-old, 10-year-old, 12-year-old. I don't know what's going on the day-to-day. <laughs> so it's not a boxing promotion. I would team up with a promotion, and maybe buy a share in it. You know what I mean? Like I would take something like that. And, and because I do believe I add value because I am the crossover. I went from businessman to a boxer. So I'm the, I'm the living standing crossover, you know, but the I didn't, OG. the OG. I start, I, I, if I, if I, um, if I was 30 now, it'd be a real problem for everyone, you know, but uh, I did do it. And, but what I did was actually try to do it the right way. You know, I did fight fights, you know, yeah, some shit journey, but of course I did. Yeah, but so did Mike Tyson. What does that mean? You know what I mean? But when, you know, when you go on to fight my third fight, Bella Juhas, it was like 15 and 8. I was like 1 and 0 or 2 and 0 at the O2 Arena in front of 20,000 people. You need balls to take that fight. You know, the guy just come off four wins. If they fight those types of guys, I'd be like, all right, fair enough. But I think KSI has, I think he wants to fight me, actually. I think he deep down in his heart wants to fight me. I think he will sign the contract. I have I have belief in him that he will he will do it because he's a Brit and you know we're like brave. Like I said, he will he will want to do it. He won't bottle out. If anyone will do it, it's going to be me against KSI. And watch how quickly just by fighting me, he'll jump the whole ladder and he'll be everyone's daddy. If he even just fight, even if he loses, he just fights me. He'll be everyone's daddy because he'll be the only one that really went and fought a guy that we all recognize. Mm-hmm. Besides Jake Anderson Silva, who's a legend in the UFC, you got a message for Jake? I know you've got you basically said the KSI signed the contract, but have you got a message you'd like to say to Jake if he watches this? No, I've got nothing to say to Jake because he's a bottle job. He's got no balls. He'll never sign the contract. He'll get one of his little kids to tweet at me, fake followers, whatever it is. They send me dirty messages saying Jake will knock you out. Your shit. Da, da, da. That's all he does. His little promotion company run by an eight-year-old tells goes and sends me messages online. I'm like, fuck off, mate. I've got better things to do. I'm calling my lawyer to go and buy a fucking hotel. What are you doing, silly prick? <laughs> so, fucking, no, nah, I've got nothing to say, Jacob. No, I don't even have any interest in him. 
I don't even interested in fighting him because you don't even need like he's just shit. He's irrelevant. After this fight, you're gonna see like look, every single one of his shows just going down and down and down. No one cares about it anymore because no one. He's not a likable person. No one likes him. He's not good. He'll never be good because he's but he's boxed for seven eight years now. He's still shit. Mm-hmm. So it's like he's irrelevant. I think then I think the future of all these guys is gonna be KSI because he's training full time. He's training for real. He stopped drinking. And he's the one. That's why I want to fight him because he's going to be the real challenge. And what Misfits Boxing is doing compared to what Jake's promotion is doing is a joke. Look, they've done five, six shows with with uh, the Zone. They've had um, who they had. They've got Mayweather on next week. They've had KSI on the first one. They're going to have Logan and KSI on, on on the last one. They're doing proper things. They're doing big ones, medium ones, little ones. You know, all international. Jake's show is Jake's fighting. And he puts on Amanda Serena, on the, who's a legend. Yeah, great female fighter. No disrespect to her. But that's the only... He's just him and her. Mm-hmm. Well, that ain't a boxing promotion. You know? Joe, if you do get that KSI fight in Houston, Texas in January, man, you send over the jet to pick me up to come and cover it? I'll send you two jets. One for you and one for the wife and the baby. So, you know, you go like, like that. There you go. Cruising. I'll hold you at that, you know? Joe. I'm going to hold you at that. <laughs> <laughs> listen, mate, the, the title is out on the Zoom call, but listen... Yeah. Fingers crossed for you. I don't know if you, you should put a poll up on your Instagram. I think if you keep it in everyone's mouth, I think if you do more posts and keep it everyone talking about Joe Foney and KSI, yeah. I think uh, for me, I've seen you fight. I wouldn't mind yeah. watching that fight, to be honest. But uh, yeah. yeah, if it happens, man, I hope I can be there, man, because it'll be a great fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope KSI does it. Come on, KSI. you got the skills. you got the balls. you got the fitness. Man's make it happen, baby. There we go. Listen, Joe, thank you so much, man. Enjoy Miami, and I'll speak to you soon, brother. Cheers, mate. Take care, Andrew. Thank you. Bye-bye, pal. I'm going to share something with you. That might put me in a very negative light, yeah. Relationships are not my forte. You see if someone grabbed up my wife and saying, completely different ballgame. I'll walk away from here, and this has been like a therapy session. Podcast Network.